Welcome back to Elevated Inspiration for Sunday School. We're going to be looking at Paul Minister in Malta. This is actually Lesson 12, taught on November 20th, 2022. And as I mentioned earlier, I want you to think about what does faith cost as we go through these lessons. Okay, now last week we noticed that Paul wanted the ship to stay at Fair Heavenness. But it was trying to get to the port Phoenix, but a strong wind, more like a hurricane, actually took over and they was there in the ocean, Mediterranean Sea, for 14 days. They end up shipwrecked. And they are on now, if you notice here, they're on the island, the island of Malta. Alright, so we got three outlines in our lesson today. And our first outline is learn to receive. This is actually Acts, the 28th chapter, verses 1 and 2, that we're going to look at first. All right, so the first two verses, and and they were escaped. I like that. And they were escaped. In other words, the 276 on that ship escaped the seas of that storm, and they now are on the island of Melita, uh, Malta is, is you'll see that in two different scriptures. Verse two tell us if you notice I highlight the word barbarous people showed us no little kindness. Barbarous is not what we think it is. It's not uncivilized individuals, but it's more of people who are not Greek speaking. And it says they show no little kindness, for they kindle a fire and received us, everyone, because of the present rain and because of the cold. So we have people on this island, civilized individuals, that realize, you know, that realize of helping strangers. Okay. So I wanna I wanna change my my look here and I wanna go to the next slide. So what did I get from that? My takeaway. And I'm, I'm remember now, Luke is writing this, and actually Luke is also uh, a physician, and he accompanies Paul on this trip. So Luke clearly recognized that the safe arrival on shore of everyone on the ship, remember there was 276 passengers, was solely results of divine help. Although their ship became better of pieces on the shoreline rocks, God confirms Paul's prophecy from the angel's nighttime visit that no one, no one will, if you abide in the ship, no one will lose their life. And we see here that we have the barbarous people, uh, the non-Greek speaking people of Malta, the Maltans have welcomed them ashore. So the prophecy is fulfilled. So my Zoom question is, why did the inhabitants of Malta receive the shipwrecked passengers? Why? So I hope that can get a discussion going. So the next outline is a glimpse of the extraordinary. I want you to look at this right here. Okay, this is verses 3 and 6. And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on a the fire. In other words, Paul is working. Paul is not um, a, a dignitary that don't that run from work. He goes and he start working like everyone else, all 260 people. And there came a viper out of the heat, 
fastened on him. So Paul is working, probably picked up a hollow stick and there probably was a snake in it. And when the barbarians, when the Maltans saw this venomous beast, in other words, this poisonous snake hanging on, the, on his hand, they said among themselves, not, not, I, I, when I look at this verse right here, when I look at the, what I highlighted, no doubt this man is a murderer whom though he had escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffered not to live. <laughs> How many of us today believe in karma? In other words, you do something wrong, wrong is going to come to you. This is what they are believing in. I say that same thing is happening today. But notice what Paul does. He shook the snake off into the fire. He felt no harm. And how be it? They looked and it was waiting for him to swell up or fall dead suddenly. But when they looked a great while, in other words, they were staring at Paul for a long time trying to see if this individual going to die. And no harm came to him. And notice the end. They changed their minds and they said he was a god. First, he was a murderer. And then all of a sudden he changed and he's now a god. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Let's go to the next outline. And next outline is rising above the circumstances. We're looking at verses 7 through 10 of the 28th chapter now. And, and notice how Paul rise above that and he start ministering to others. Let's look at this. In the same quarters were possession of a chief man, the key man. Sometimes when we think of chief, we think of an Indian, or we think of an islanders, and we think of uh, uh, people that are uncivilized. Get that thought out your mind. This right here is the main man on the island. This is the 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 king. Uh, uh, the 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 how can I say this? Uh, the the key person. And his name is uh, Publius. And notice it says he received us and he lodged us there three days courteously. He entertained them. He took care of them. Some writers said that he his house was so big that he lodged all 276 of them. Some said he only lodged of, um, um, the prisoners, Paul and his accompanied people, Luke and Aramaeus, um, and maybe the, the, uh, the soldiers. But anyway, he lodged us, and we know us is more than one person. For three days, courteously, and then notice here, it came to pass that the father of Publius lay sick of a fever and a bloody influx. Um, he probably had cholera, but Paul entered in, notice here, prayed, laid his hands on him, and healed him. And when this was done, others also had a disease that had disease in the island, came and were healed. Now, I want to emphasize this here. One thing that we have is if you look in the Greek text, you'll see two different words here. Almea is the word healed here, and you see the word therapeutio. Therapeutio is the word we get our word therapy from. And this word, he used two different words for healed, and this last word is more of a word that means to minister. Are to serve. So if you notice here, 
this is more of a miraculous healing, not saying that, that the healing didn't occur, but this healed right here for, for Pupil's father was a miraculous healing. It occurred right immediately. Notice it says Paul prayed and laid his hands on him and he got out of his bed. If he had cholera, if he had dysentery, he got up. But here, others came. It didn't say it came to Paul. It says, and when this was done, others also which had disease in the island came and were healed. Therapeutio. This could mean that, you remember, Luke, I said earlier, is a medical doctor. This could have been from a standpoint of that they that were believers began to minister to the other people, and this could actually be our first missionary doctors, like uh, doctors without walls. I know in the military, um, um, we have what we call medical wrecks, or we go into um, um, third world countries and set up medical, send medical teams to perform um, 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 different types of uh, healing. Individuals got disease, um, uh, give them medication, give them shots. So this is could be our first missionary, medical missionary, that is there at Malta. And also, if you notice, verse 10 also leads to that because it says, also, they honor us with many honors. They didn't honor Paul. And when we departed, they laded us with such things as were necessary. That shows you that they all was part of the ministry. Okay? <laughs> I like that. So Paul demonstrated the ability to rise above his circumstances and flow in God's anointing. Paul's example teaches that we can rise above our situation, no matter if we in a shipwreck season, to help others in need. And further it proves that despite our difficulties, God's gift and calling can still work through us if we allow it. And I was talking to a young lady today and she made a statement to me that was so unique. She said that I cannot, when things hit me, it, it clogs my brain if I'm depressed and sad that I cannot be creative. That portion of the brain is clogged with the sadness and the disappointment. But your brain needs to be clear of that so you can be creative and minister to others. So what is my lesson learned? My lesson learned is this. Even though they are now shipwrecked, Paul and Luke remain focused on the mission by serving others. In the same way as believers, I must, as a believer, I must exercise the ability to serve others, especially when I'm undergoing a shipwreck period in my life. So the thought to remember is ministers to those in need. Serve those that are in need. Like that. So let's spend a few moments here in reflection. So in reflections, it says the key verse, and it came to pass that the father Publius lay sick of a fever and of a bloody influx, to whom Paul entered in and prayed and laid his hands on him and healed him. You know, many times I know we are so sad. We're in a shipwreck position. Our life is turned upside down. Our jobs have given us a disappointment. 
we are in a race. And like my friend told me today, that portion of my brain, that portion of my brain that is sad, that is dealing with uh, stress, that is, is cannot operate and cannot think freely. Apostle Paul, despite being shipwrecked, realized there was an opportunity. If we're shipwrecked in our lives, are we looking for an opportunity? Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, give us the heart of things that break your heart. By assisting others, we pray to reflect your goodness collectively and individually. Reveal to us opportunities to serve and ministers in our community, minister in our community and worldwide. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.